0: This week, when I started uh, studying the reading from the book of Acts, I thought, oh, this is perfect for a sermon on human trafficking. And my mind started moving in that direction, and then, of course, the horrific events in Uvalde took place, and I realized in that moment that we are enslaved, just like the young woman that was dancing in the town square for money. Our culture is enslaved by guns. There's no two ways to say it. And we've come to believe that we have no agency to change the laws. That the law is there and we are just powerless. But as we read through this lesson from the book of Acts, we find out that paul and silas were not without agency that they had the love of god in them and through them and spreading out to the people they came in contact with and of course the owners of the girl were upset because their money was going to dry up just as The legislators and the gun manufacturers are upset if we ask for a change. And I think it's time we darn demanded a change in the way this country treats its children, its innocent. In two weeks, there have been three mass shootings. The Buffalo grocery store, the church in California, and then this terrible shooting Uvalde they're all awful they're all grotesque and we feel powerless I am sick and tired of sitting back and saying I have no power it is time we stood up as a community as a world as a nation of believers in the risen Christ and say enough and hold our Representatives, feet to the fire. No more of this, only outlaws have guns, or it's not the gun, the gun doesn't kill people, the killer kills people. Well, you had to get the gun from somewhere. I am saddened and sickened by what I've witnessed this week. And over and over again, we hear that there's nothing to be done. Have we reached a tipping point? We thought that with Sandy Hook. We thought that with Aurora. We thought that with the shooting in Las Vegas where the man knocked out the window and sprayed a concert with machine gun fire. Last night as we were going to bed, I heard a lot of sirens. And they went on and on and on. And I turned to Mark and I said, it must be something pretty awful. Those sirens went for one hour. And I kept thinking, what, what is happening? Has there been another mass shooting, like the one in the bowling alley in Rockford? And then I get up this morning and find out that someone was in the parking lot of the casino with a gun and the police shot him. Why have we begun to think of life as something that is so transactional, that doesn't mean anything? Why are we allowing children to die? Why are we allowing people who are going about their lives to be killed? I am calling on us as a congregation to speak out and speak truth to power and to tell our representatives no more. No more. We are not going to stand by any longer. I know I may irritate some people. I know some people may be angry that I would speak out like this, but if we don't stand up and claim who we are as Christians, then the man who died on the cross died for nothing. I refuse to believe this. But what I do believe is that we have a God who is subversive. Subversive in that he will call upon the weak and the voiceless to gather up and to finally have a voice to finally speak out, to claim our place in the world, and to not use scripture as a battering ram, like I've seen so many do lately. When the words of the Bible are twisted, then our society is indeed twisted. I quoted the letter from James in my Facebook post the other day. And somebody else, in defense of guns, quoted James again. But it was not the James that we know. The James, the brother of our Lord, who cared about people and individuals. So please, will you join me? Will you join me in saying, we as Christians, as Episcopalians, as people in the city of Rockford, have had it. We're tired of hearing gunfire at night as we lay in our beds. We're tired of waking up and knowing that another life has been lost. And we are not going to take it anymore. We are going to throw off our shackles and open our jail doors and claim who we are and who we want to be as people of Christ. I did a lot of research after the shooting, looking for some comfort and looking for a way to talk to you all. And there are so many resources. We can all start by next Sunday wearing orange. I'll have orange ribbons available in the narthex. I've also invited Maurice West to come and preach. So he will be sharing his thoughts, and I hope that we can share our thoughts with him in a respectful manner. There were lots of prayers, and the ones that I really clung to were the prayers from the bishops of the Episcopal Church for stopping gun violence. I'd like to share one with you now. Please pray with me. Almighty and most merciful God, we come to you with heavy hearts and troubled minds. After three mass shootings in two weeks, we bring before you all the men, women, and children who were innocent victims of these senseless and malicious men who embraced evil. May the souls of all these innocent victims through God's mercy find eternal safety and rest. We pray for all who are hospitalized, many still in critical condition nearly all with life-shattering and permanent injuries. We lift all families who are facing ordeal and turmoil, and we place them into your loving arms. We give thanks for all first responders, especially police officers who risk their lives as they intervene to save lives. We praise you for the provision of so many medical specialists in the times and places that they were most needed. We bring before you the leaders of the cities and towns who gathered citizens together for peace, unity, and strength. Lord, we implore you for your divine help for our nation. We pray that law enforcement officials will have the resources they need to protect and to remain vigilant. We pray our legislators commit to sensible policies and laws regarding the ownership of guns and they will provide resources for better mental health diagnosis and treatment. We pray that our president will provide compassionate and clear leadership to heal the wounds of the soul of our country. And finally, we pray for the men who inflicted this horrific harm upon others. We pray for perfect mercy and justice, and we pray most of all that they will repent of their sins. Amen. Please join me as we take on this important work here in this church and in this city. Amen.